Tell me, bats, what are you really scared of? Failing to save this cesspool of a city? Not finding the commissioner in time? Me in a thong? Hello and welcome to episode 248 of Under the Call of MS. That was a little quote from the Joker, Arkham, Batman Arkham Asylum, the video game. I uh, tried to do the Joker voice today multiple times over and over, and I just can't do it without having teeth in. <laughs> it just doesn't work. But this episode is going to be all about video games and entertainment, because I had watched a bunch of video game stuff the past couple weeks and I never finished it off and I want to get through the rest of it or at least most of it so we can get ready for the next things coming up I know there's another game thing this week I think that's happening that I'm gonna have to check out but Lots of entertaining stuff coming out in the near future, hopefully. And I'm still haven't got my game pass. Uh, hopefully, maybe this week I'll jump onto it. I got a few things off my hard drive. I wanted to get at least half my hard drive empty on my Xbox One before I get the game pass because I'm going to want to download at least three games at a time. And some of the games that are coming out fresh and new are pretty big in size so they take up a good chunk of your hard drive but of course just as i'm getting ready to do that they just downloaded the joggernaut edition just downloaded onto my hard drive for my one zombie game so i get to go back to the old uh village from the first episode and there's an update on no man's sky so i started playing a fresh round of that yesterday to see what's uh, new with that game, or last night, I jumped on it for a while, didn't see nothing too new yet, a little bit of visuals in some of the caves and stuff, but I've only been on two planets so far, so we'll have to see what I come across, but they had a bunch of stuff with the PlayStation, and a lot of these games are on other systems too, but they're previewed on the PlayStation uh, network that I follow, but Doctor Who, The Lonely Assassins, it was like a 30 second trailer, uh, it looks like a mobile mystery type game, that you can play on your phones or whatever, tablet or whatever you use, whatever device you have, feels like being in the actual, uh, TV show, the little bit of trailer we did get, I give it a one out of five. I'm not a Doctor Who fan. Could never stand it. Tried to watch a few episodes. Could never get into it. Uh, they had Rogue Explorer, where you explore ten over ten dungeons. Choose, uh, choose buffs and skills as you level up. I don't know what the heck buffs are. <laughs> So like I said, I, did, I, I watched these over the last two weeks, so I'm trying to remember everything that happened with all these, and there's quite a few of them. So uh, customizable options, boss battles, 
gather loot and craft stuff. It's got that Castlevania style feel to it. Uh, Arietta of Spirits. It's a fantasy journey exploration type game. Uh, you're in a spirit realm, it looks like. You fight roamers, battle different fantasy bosses. That one I gave it two out of five. I don't know. Did I mention Rogue Explorer? I gave it three out of five. Uh, Fort Triumph is an animated fantasy battle with powers. Different types of powers, like magical powers, uh, exploration, unlockables. They didn't really give us too much information on it. I gave it a three out of five for what I've seen. Whiskey Mafia, Frank's Story. This is a side-scrolling scrolling mafia game type levels. Uh, there's fighting in it. There's boxing, which could be fun. Uh, I love when they add in different sports and games into the regular role-playing games. Uh, didn't give us too much of it, too much gameplay or anything. So I give it a 2 out of 5 because I'm not big on the Mafia stuff. But it did give you a noir feel in this head. I'd like to check it out. I know all these I'd check out, but I just got to get access to them first. I do not have a PlayStation beyond my PS2 anymore. I got rid of my PS3 and I don't foresee buying a new PlayStation unless something happens because they are very being very stingy about joining up with the other systems and stuff and I don't understand why. So you, you would think you want the benefit of having your true subscribers stick with your system but be able to play with other players and all the games that are on the other systems. It's like, let the people choose what they want to use for controls and shit and what kind of boxy-looking thing they want to have in their home. And don't make them have to buy it to play your shit. And everybody else being good about the cross-platform, why not you? I just don't understand. Come on, PlayStation, get your head out of your ass. It could be so, so defensive. Young Souls. You're basically young characters, heroes, battling mythical animated beasts. Uh, you explore villages, earn and buy items, upgrades, uh, do stuff to earn stuff, up to two players. Gave it a three out of five. Yeah, Greek memori- Memories of Azure. It's an animated old days side-scrolling adventure game. Uh, fantasy worlds, battles, puzzles, unique characters, attention, attention-grabbing graphics, and boss battles. Uh, that one I gave a four out of five. Not big on the old-timey stuff, but it looked pretty interesting and fun, so I figured I'd play it and check it out. Angry Alligator. You get to play as an animated alligator, exploring around your territory eating and growing and you get to eat start out you're a tiny alligator you're eating little insects and bugs and critters and then you're growing up bigger and bigger eating bigger critters and then you start eating people that are messing around in your swamps (laughs) basically all was peaceful until the humans came (laughs) Uh, take back your swamp this october so i'll be able to play that next month 
because I'm pretty sure that's going to be on other platforms, hopefully. Maybe not. But, uh, it looks... It's got that animated graphics style, but I still gave it a 5 out of 5 because it's just... I love those ideas. They did that shark, shark game where you go around eating the, all the shark, all the fishermen and stuff like that. It's like... That's my kind of critter games. Eat the humans. Uh, Away, the survival series. You get to play as a young sugar glider squirrel and take to an uh, adventure in a real world that follows your journey of survival. A nature documentary, and there's a bunch of other creatures you get to play as. Like a lizard, a frog, birds, butterflies. So that looked really fun and interesting. I love the real real world aspect to it. So I gave it a 5 out of 5. I want to check it out. Recompile. Uh, you're basically in a digital wasteland. And you get to go through puzzles and mazes and challenges. Hack through puzzles and foes. It's kind of like being inside a computer and you are the energy force going jumping through the computer unlock origins of the mainframe back up and rewrite rewrite your code evolve dismantle their systems overcome gave it a four out of five it's not big on graphics but it looks like it could be fun play wise ultra age has some pretty wicked looking weaponry uh fight a Fight beast and AI characters alike. Special skills and uh, battle mazes and big bosses. Different environments to battle in. Looked fun. I gave it a 4 out of 5. Quake. Basically, it's a re-intro to the original Quake games. Uh, way better graphics, of course. Retro shooter. Defeat the Ancient Evil. It's got all three expansions. And a new one called Dimension of the of the Machine. Uh, there's additional free mods and missions. Online and local split screen. Multiplayer and co-op. They keep remaking these games. And they keep looking and getting better. It's got cross-play. And it looks fun. Uh... Brings back a lot of good memories from the early days. I give it a 5 out of 5. That is always a strong... That game held its own, like Doom and all those. Duke Nukem. <laughs> a lot of those games that came out back then were just so much fun. Big things in our day. Because they're just gradually evolving dur- during the gaming s- stuff during those points. And... It was a big thing to us, but now you go back and play those original games and they look so cheesy and play so goofy. <laughs> but uh, it's a good thing that they update them. Keep up with the classics. Uh, traffic jams. Basically, it's animated. You're an animated character. You play as a traffic controller. It's a PSVR game where you control car, cars while things happen around the world, including giant monsters and stuff. You're just basically telling the cars which way to go and stuff. Gave it a 3 out of 5. Gave it a benefit of the doubt. Uh, 
And I'm sure it's pretty cheesy, but it looked like it could be a little fun for a mind, mindless type of game. Uh, Big Rumble Boxing. It's got Creed Champions expansion. It's basically your boxing arena with lots of boxers, including a lot of the Rocky. Rocky Balboa. Yo, Adrian. Bunch of those Creed characters and stuff are in here. A lot of characters Rocky fought. Uh, there's 13 rings. There's training. There's champions to deal with. Venues. Special moves. Person versus per player versus player local game games uh 20 different champions careers to go through it's looked like a nice new updated take on boxing games which we haven't had a good one in a long time i gave it a five out of five by the looks of it, a lot of fun characters to play with but i hate when it's just the standard boxers and stuff i like when they throw in the the movie characters and stuff like that updated a little bit. And same with like NHL 22 and uh, your basic real hockey game at its best. Incredible updated graphics as always. And of course, pond hockey, they added to it over the years, which is awesome. Uh, same with Madden NFL 22 Madden land. looks great as, as always. Any, uh, NBA 22, MLB 22, Major League Soccer 22, and all of them. They, they keep updating graphics, making them look awesome, again, just adding on any new things that they need to that they forgot about doing in the past. And they've been doing good with all those sports games. and I, I give them a 5 out of 5. They keep up with them every year. Personally, value-wise, they don't hold their value unless there's some special career cover down a road where someone will screw up their life and that cover will be worth more or whatever. Usually if you're on the cover, then your team will do shit that year. That's been a ongoing um, curse with a lot of these games, like especially Madden. Uh, but yeah, all the sports games, they keep up. They're, they're, they, they do good. They do uh, Ember EMBR, uh, you fight fires for fun. It's animated style. Cruise on to four players, rescue clients, and customize gear, crossplay, earn cash through side gigs, delivery, stealing, destructions. This basically survive the fire, the fire lifestyle. Be a firefighter. Gave a five, five out of five. Looked pretty good. Uh, Rims of Racing, which is a super bike racing game. Great tracks and customization. Beautiful environmental looks and stuff like that. I gave it a four out of five. I hate super bike racing. It's like indie cars as far as car racing. Not a fan. This one, I'd definitely get my hands on and play if I could. Alfred Hitchcock Vertigo. And it's interesting story of a doctor and a patient searching for the truth in the madness that Hitchcock is good at, but they don't really give you enough out of it. I was for a moment there, I was confused. Is this a game? Is this <laughs> some show that's coming out? I'm not sure. I mean, but I gave it a three out of five for what they gave us, but they just 
definitely should give more if they're going to put these out there. Just give us the damn gameplay. Quit with the video graphics. Leave the storyline and stuff for the game. Maybe start it out with about less than 15 seconds of some story video crap and then get to the gameplay. That's all we really care about on the previews is the gameplay. That's what we want to. We want to see, or at least what I want to see. I worry about the movie if I that plays along with the game when I play the game. But ninety percent of the games I play, I play with the volume off because I'm usually in the dark. Well, the wife is sleeping, and I don't want to annoy her with all the shooting and screaming going going on. I'm having a burping fit here all of a sudden. Better take a drink. That went down wrong, Bell. That wasn't a good idea. All right. The Uncertain. Well, actually, Spellforce 3. I didn't talk about it. I thought I did. But Spellforce 3. It's a fantasy-style game. Beautiful worlds. Big castle in the mountains. It starts out with evil entities trying to throw overthrow the crown. Dragons, warriors, magic, suffering, evil, all kinds of that stuff in here. I don't know if I've even played Spellforce 1 or 2, but I gave it a 4 out of 5 with its looks. <clears throat> Not big on the fantasy style games, but look kind of fun. The Uncertain, Last Quiet Day. This is a polka post-apocalyptic world where humans are gone. All information about humanity is classified. One robot is unusually curious about the human race and gets into the... You get into the robot's mind and reveal the mystery of the human extinction. Uh, I gave it a 5 out of 5 because it's a new concept, new idea, and I want to I know what this robot is thinking about us and see what their point of view is when we're not on the earth for a while and they're like, oh, there were humans? <laughs> we're not the ruling class? But Mickey Storm and the Cursed Mask. This is a water park with robots and with a robot and evil Dr. Fisher. There's hidden collectibles, unique water rides, puzzles, unlock rides and outfits. Team up as siblings and save your parents. Gave it a four out of five. It looked pretty fun. Hoa, H-O-A. It's like an insect in a big world. Lots of exploration, unique characters, animated side-scrolling worlds. Travel up levels in different types of situations. Uh, it's always fun to get that little miniaturized version aspect, that view, being a little guy in a big world, or gal. <laughs> Four out of five for me on that one. I want to play it. We got Dollman, or Dolman, which is D-O-L-M-E-N. It's a planet mining station that goes awry. You got to fight aliens, creatures that caused the collapse. Looked really good. 
I gave it a five out of five. I think it was too much of a preview of what was up with it. Belfarius Mechatheron. Basically Therion's battle. Battle continues in this space alien side scrolling scroller with big alien bosses. I don't know anything about Therion from the past. So I gave what I seen, I gave it a three out of five for now. But I'm sure there's a lot more interesting stuff coming up with it in the future that they'll show. Marvel's Midnight Suns, they gave us more of a preview than what we've seen before. We got finally got some more gameplay stuff from it. It's basically your Marvel comic book video game highlighting Doctor Strange awakening some entity from a tomb. And a team of characters like Iron Man, Wolverine, Blade, Ghost Rider, and more. With their most badass costumes yet, in my opinion. Uh, There's a flaming dog with horns. There's a character that is resurrected. Is a new character from what I can tell called the Hunter. Uh, Lilith, the mother of evil, is involved in this. Apparently she's back to... Cause Havoc, it's RPG style, the way it looks, but I gave it a 4 out of 5, probably a 5 out of 5 when I'm all said and done, but this looks like the funnest Marvel game that I've seen yet, so I definitely want to get my hands on that one. I'm glad they're coming out with more and more previews of it. Who we got today? Hey, Ma! Grab the phone! <laughs> People yapping and calling, and she's right by a phone, but she can't grab it. She's got to go walking around. But, but yeah, it's a Marvel game. Check that out if you're into the Marvels game. Eh, Cult of Lamb. Cult of Lamb. It's basically animated sheep and demons wielding weaponry and magic. (laughs) You shepherd your flock, you build environments, you explore, you battle monsters and false prophets. I gave it a 3 out of 5. There's Midnight Fight Express where you explore cities, trains and skyscrapers. Uh, fighting over criminal groups, race, destroy, survive. Not a ton of info on it. I gave it a 3 out of 5 for what I could see from it. Need more. Halo Infinite. It gave us some more stuff. It's a sharp looking, new look into the Halo universe. Fight to win, become a Spartan. There's multiplier, multiplayer aspects to it, of course. Four out of five. It looks like it could be one of the best Halos so far. But we'll see. We've got to get our hands on it first. And these were these ones that I've been talking about since Marvel's Midnight Sun. Also, these were more games from the GamesCon uh, show, by the way. Saints Row Remake. Better graphics, bigger gameplay, same great franchise. Fast and Furious ain't done nothing like this. Uh, 
wild weapons, whole new looking game. It does not, I don't even know why, and I'm not the only one bitching about this. Lots of people are, I gave it a five out of five. Beautiful looking game. But it looks nothing like Saints Row. So why is this a remake of Saints Row or a readaptation or whatever? I don't understand why they just didn't call this an absolutely different game. I could be wrong. Have to wait for more gameplay and getting my hands on it myself. But I love Saints Row, and it's Saints Row was a fun, fun franchise to play with. So I will definitely play it. But I give it a five out of five for its looks. But I need more. Riders Republic. It's basically mountain biking, wild trains, and environments, uh, snowboarding, skiing, BMX. Wing suits, there's Red Bull events, lots of action, lots of fun, uh, lots of toys to play with. Gave it a four out of five. They were very short on giving us much gameplay and telling us how many different types of toys we would get to get our hands on. But yeah, it looks really fun. Uh, Doki 5 or Doki V, D O K E V. The V is capitalized, like a Roman numeral five. I'm not sure. Animated kids exploring, playing games, skating, bicycling, gliding, robots, fighting, battle games, build stuff. There's puzzles. There's upgrades, uh, special abilities and weapons. Looked interesting. Four out of five. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. It's basically your Lego game with fun segments, all the comedic little Lego character stuff. Uh, Lego Star Wars, fun with good stories. Relive the stories in Lego form. Explore the galaxy. Play the entire saga again. That's why I swear on these Star Wars Lego games. I think I have like three of them now that, or two or three that go through like, good chunks of the sagas so it's like they keep going right back to them but adding different things to it so look fun as usual i give it a four out of five the outlast trials uh horror survival game playing as a test subject play solo or with up to three others it's spooky scary fun with mannequins also (laughs) Uh, I gave it a 4 out of 5 from what I could see. It would be a good horror game. Uh, New World, which is basically Mystical Lands. MMO RPG style. Island of Legend. Many vanished. Searching for it. You build, you assemble, you chart your course to stop the corruption. Gather crews. Gave it a 4 out of 5. Another interesting looking game, but I think we will, let's see, what else did I have from Gamescom here? Uh, On opening night live, they showed stuff from Saints Row, Marvel Night, Midnight Fun, Marvel Midnight Suns, Call of Duty Vanguard, Cult of the Lamb. And all those games we talked about. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game. 
just the way we love it. And you get to play as April. Looks just like the early uh, arcade T- TMNT games. Demon Slayer, The Hinokin Chronicles, Super Monkey Ball, Banana Mania, Riders Republic, Splitgate, a shooter with Portal mixed into it. A first person shooter with Portal aspects to it, which looks fun. Shoot a bullet through one hole and have it come out another hole and take someone out. Uh, Elden Ring, Far Cry 6. Halo Infinite, Back for Blood, Scorn, VFL, which is like soccer game, The Ascent, Psychonauts 2, Hades, Redfall, Stalkers 2, Starfield, and all these you can see stuff on opening night live from Gamescom. Uh, talked about most good majority of these. Century, Age of Ashes, you get to fly on dragons, synced off, synced is an off planet, or synced off planet, uh, weaponize your enemy, cyber alien look, the Outlast Trials, at Doki V, where you gain strength from people's dreams, Jurassic World Evolution 2, kind of a theme park simulation style game. Lots of good stuff, but we'll get back with more goodies right after this. Okay, let's get back to some more entertainment stuff. Uh, I want to give a podcast shout-out. One of my favorite snacking podcasts, food podcast out there that I follow is back. Mike and Tom eat snacks. Um... Basically, Michael Ian Black and Tom Cavanaugh talk about a different snack every week. And with their hilarity and fun, while they're doing it, they stopped doing this podcast at episode 100 back in June of 2016. And I happened to leave it in my files as I do with all the podcasts I really enjoy that end up stopping because every now and then they just happen to come up with a new episode. And they ended on 620 of 2016 and with episode 100. And they started up brand new with some new episodes on August 17th, 2021. So that was exciting. And I haven't listened to the new episodes yet because I like the show so much, I decided to start from the beginning again and re-listen to the first 100 before I listen to the new ones. Which is probably stupid because I could hear some stuff that's up to date and I stubbornly just like to listen from the beginning again. But their last day was uh, on 6-20-2016, whereas another great snacking podcast that has a snacking segment in it they have a bunch of other segments too but they have a fun food segment it's called ab conversation and they had their last episode on june 10th of 2018 so basically two years 10 days later than mike and tommy eat snacks 
So I'm curious. And they did do a Halloween episode and a Christmas episode in 2020. A couple little surprise pop-in episodes. But are we going to see them back in August of 2023? Full-time again, just like Mike and Tom eat snacks, come back basically five years later. It's like, hopefully. <laughs> It'd be nice if they came back earlier, but that's a fun podcast if you want to check it out. But Mike and Tom eat snacks, AB Conversation. Two great podcasts that have food-related items in it and some other stuff. But let's get back to the video games. Some more things from uh, the opening night live segment of GamesCon, which they also do in Germany and stuff like that. Uh, Vampire to Masquerade, Blood Hunt. It's basically a fighter parkour game with vampire abilities. Uh there's Park Beyond, which is a theme park game. There's Jet the Far Shore, which has some unique space exploration looking game. Horizon Forbidden West. Basically, if you were a fan of Zero Dawn or anything like that, you'll probably enjoy this. New World, which is an MMORPG game. Marvel Future Revelation. It's got futuristic Marvel Comics characters in it, but didn't look as interesting as the Midnight Suns one, in my opinion. Uh, Tales of Arise. Uh, Mario plus Rabbits. Sparks of Hope. Uh, Jumanji, the Curse Returns game. Lost Judgment. Um, Ober Hasley, it's spelled zero, capital B, three, capital R, capital H, capital A, capital S, capital L, one. I think it's called Ober Hasley. Um, it's got, it's got Dead Mouse doing the preview for it. And you can hang it. It's got hanging out with other social people uh, and hang out and do activities, interact. There's interactive concerts, uh, all kinds of games and stuff. It looks fun. And he said, Dead Mouse says, check it out on Core. This is a platform where people put out games uh, and world building so I'm guessing you can build your own games in there and then share them with other people and stuff. I'm not sure exactly. I don't know much about it, but I want to check it out more and see what's up with it. Uh, Fall Guy has a King Louie event. Or Fall Guy is a King Louie event. Uh, Replaced has a Void soundtrack. Age of Empire 4 has new campaigns. Belheim Heart and Home has an update. Uh, the Dark Pictures, House of Ashes. There's Crossfire, Steel Commanders, uh, Jensen Impact. Uh, a lot of crossover characters and stuff in that game. 
Uh, oh yeah, there's a thing about China, I guess. Just doing a thing where the poor kids over there only get three hours a week. If you're under 18 for gaming, I don't know how they all regulate it and stuff, but that's pretty messed up because gaming we have found out is good cognitively, good for the brain, probably better than some of the shit they're learning in these schools. Uh, Sifu game, S-I-F-U, Death Stranding Director's Cut has an has been upgraded for the PS5. Uh, I'm still waiting to play that game. Just because I get to play as Norman Reedus, that'll be fun. Uh, some indie indies games that they had at the indie show was Blasphemous, Wounds of an Eventide. Uh, there's Roman, Roman numeral 2. Roman numeral 2. Is all that came up, and then 2023. It's like, what the hell? Dang, I don't know what the heck this is. Far changing tides, uh, cereal cleaners, Cantata, and a lot of these I talked about before in other gaming episodes. Squadron 51, basically an old black and white movie. War, UFO, look to it. Loop Mancer. Uh, it's got sword play, cyberpunk, side scrolling style to it. There is no light, which is evil lurks in the dark. Uh, conscript, which is an old military shooter. Tanda, tandem, a tale of shadows. Basically, two dimension character swapping. Terrorbane, medieval. Error in the computer type thing. Uh, the crack pot, sh- crack pet show, post apocalyptic four player animal fighting game. Sandwalkers, which is a snake creature battle. Neuro's Wish, which is explore as a cat solving puzzles, which are coming out with more and more of these cat games for some reason. I don't know, because if it's just because in some Asian environments, cats are very popular, I don't know. But they've been bringing things back like that. Uh, Reign of the Universe, Lona, which is a PSVR dark story in a magical forest. Get to solve puzzles and ancient runes, interact with unique characters, and save the Harper. Uh, these games, now that I'm talking about, these aren't the... I don't think these... No, these weren't indie games. These were standard games, because I recognize some of the names. Alaskan Truck Simulator. Yep. Basically drive trucks in nasty environments and train. <laughs> uh, live a trucker's life driving around. Basically a sim game with survival aspects to it. The Medium, which is loss, hatred, grief, dark world, search for who knows what. In a weird realm, you're in a spirit world, asshole. (laughs) That's just a quote from 
Young Guns, an old movie. Uh, gripping spirit or gripping story with plenty of twist has a nice creepy look to it. There's Airborne Kingdom, which you build floating worlds. City builder management, where above the earth, above the above your environment. Uh, Terror of Hemosaurus, uh, basically a big green lizard monster, kaiju. Style mayhem, building smashing, side scroller, giant sloth, lizards, robots, salamanders, destroy everything, co-op. Basically like that. Oh, it was that they made a movie of it too, the old style game where you play as the gorilla, the lizard, or the wolf type character i think there might have been a fourth one too but you just beat up the buildings smashed buildings eat the people out of the windows and stuff it's got that feel to it uh man eater truth quest this is i was talking earlier with the alligator game this that get play as a nuclear shark a hammerhead an area 51 swamp ocean type environments uh you're like a hammerhead nuclear radiated shark that shoots lasers and stuff it's just it looks fun just a goofy game uh rustler where you play medieval style gameplay burn villages witches battle destroy explore uh, monster harvest where you build and farm use slime to mutate crops help villagers fish explore and take care of your plant animals your plant animals uh, golf club wasteland it's a side-scrolling golf in the apocalyptic future type game in strange environments Human life is gone. Earth is a golf course for the super rich. Uh, Rava, the Cyclops curse. Play as an all wizard, 8-bit style. Wide variety of enemies and environments, power-ups, and hidden secrets. There's 10 levels, mimicking 8-bit characters. That can be fun. Gungrave Gore. Uh, basically an alien threats about strange characters, shooter style. Not much to it, but I believe there was a Gungrave game in the past. Severed Steel, first-person shooter. Computer-generated worlds, missions, fast-paced. Um, Absolove, End of Gods. and You get nine realms of gods fighting for power. Dark, strange, look to it, freaky, kind of. Uh, Didn't give us too much info on it. The Amazing American Circus. Inherit a circus. Compete with others. Hire, build. Deal with miners, bandits, ghosts, circus, tournaments. And looked like it could be fun. But needed more info on it. Timothy's Night has aliens, a noir look to it, play as a 
gangster taking on aliens, uh, cross-style graphics, tanks. Look kind of goofy to me. Trading time, lost on the sea. Uh, find some land, explore, build, farm. You got a little creature friend. I don't know if there's going to be multiple ones or not. Uh, help strange village, villagers and trade things. Uh, some of the villagers just have some of the weirdest comments. Looks like it could be fun and goofy. Clid the snail. Uh, basically, you play as a intelligent creature that can fire weapons, solve puzzles, you go around strange worlds, exterminate the slugs. Uh, lots of fun games to check out. So get out there, see what you can find. Get to get back with you with more of the update. We got more stuff coming, like I said, from PlayStation over the next couple weeks and stuff. And other games coming out, so hopefully we'll get some longer reviews of some of these games. Get to see more about it and get my butt on Xbox Game Pass and let you know what I think of some of the new games that are coming out day one. Some of the older games. But... Then we checked out some movies and shows and stuff, and on Hulu I checked out Terminator Dark Fate finally, the new Terminator movie. It's basically a B version of Terminator 2. Kind of like a combination of Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 plus Venom (laughs) combined into it. Uh, Definitely wasn't needed. Just do something different. Uh, We don't need to see old Ma Terminator training the new crew to take over. So obviously you didn't serve your purpose and lots of people died because of your meddling with time and everything that's going on. It's like when you see a foreign remake of a film you've seen done very well. It's just done crappily. <laughs> it's just, I didn't care for that at all. I could have dealt without seeing that one. Actually, the last couple Terminator movies, I could have dealt without seeing T1, T2, stop. That's all you needed to do. Now, you want to make another futuristic, cybernetic type movie? Do it. But don't keep going off that run. The whole purpose was to save the future. And we all got excited and watched him do it. First time, screwed up. Second time, screwed up, and it's just going to keep going on and on. You're never going to get it done right, and just tons of people are going to die. No matter what, either way, so you should have just let it end the way it was going to end and be done with. But Finally checked out Bill and Ted Face the Music. It held up with all the other ones. Uh, It was fun, enjoyable. It was Basically about what I expected for it. So, it kept up with them. Only thing I was bummed about, there was a reference to him. But we didn't get to see Station. We should have had Station in there. A lot of other people from the past made cameos, which was cool. And Jimi Hendrix is in it, which is awesome. (laughs) 
but I got the first prequel comic and I got the second one ordered. So I'm like, I should probably really check out the movie and see if it's worth a shit. So I checked out Willie's Wonderland finally with Nicolas Cage. Wow. <laughs> and basically there's a kid's Chuck E. Cheese's style type restaurant place where the animated characters went crazy and killed a bunch of people and got shut down and the town is feeding people to the demon entities and Nicolas Cage just happens to get tossed into the ranks and we get to see what happens I'm not going to spoil it for you, you got to check it out but yeah not quite what I was expecting out of the movie more enjoyable than I expected it to be I don't know why I waited so long to watch it but I'm curious how the comics will portray because if Nicolas Cage was not the main character in here it was someone I didn't know or something like that, I probably wouldn't have even made it all the way through this movie. And it was because of him that I stayed in it. So I liked it enough with him in it, and I will read the pre prequel comics, but I probably won't go out beyond the second one unless he is a character in there, which I have a feeling he is. I think we're going to find out more about his younger days and stuff like that, so. Hopefully that's the way they're going to go with it. I will probably read that and review it. The first one here in the next week or two. So. And I checked out All Nighter, which is the detective from The Closer is in this movie. It was fun. It was interesting. It was not at all what I expected for a storyline. It kept me interested throughout it, so... It's basically a father looking for his daughter, trying to find out what's going on. Hooks up with her boyfriend of old and get to meet some other characters from her life. And it's interesting. Uh, game show, family game night, I checked out with Dax and Kristen. That's a fun game show if you want something different. Basically, Dax, Shepard, and oh, Kristen, like. <laughs> They're married. <laughs> uh, she's very famous in the movies. Uh, can't think of her last name right now. But uh, it's fun because they take the punishment. They play the events and the teams guess on what they're going to do. And they get involved also. The, the team It's four-person teams, two teams against each other. And Dax and Kristen sit there and do... Uh, different events and get involved with events and stuff and the characters, the competing people also get to get into some of the events. So it was fun. Now we did a fallback dive in the Transylvania six, 5,000 still holds up. Still a fun little goofy, uh, Halloween style movie with all your old, monsters basically your standard uh universal monster style characters wolfman the mummy dracula and just a variety of different characters in there but it's just a goofy comedy and i love the the way the storyline ends up in the end with the 
villagers taking them down and what happens and all that. And my favorite characters are probably the Dr. Frankenstein's assistants and the husband and wife character is crack me up. But yeah, actually check out a lot of entertainment in the past week because being cooped up with the sickness, not much else to do. And there is other stuff to do, but when you're not in the mood to move around a lot and do a lot of things, it's like pretty much sit and play games, watch stuff and get caught up on stuff. So clean out my next Netflix, Amazon, Hulu accounts, get my list shrunk down for once. Cause that stuff on all my list aren't even available anymore because <laughs> I waited too long to watch the stuff. So, but that's it for all our entertainment news. We finally got caught up. I can finally start doing some fresh stuff and get back to that. I got a big pile of comics. I got a bunch of stuff on my list to go through. So hopefully we'll have some good fun stuff to talk about. And I'm looking forward to the next movie that I want to go see. And about the only ones that are still in the theaters that I want to see yet are Free Guy with Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. And I wouldn't mind seeing the new Candyman movie. So may end up seeing... Candyman yet before it goes away, but free guy, I'll wait till I get on one of my devices. Or I just buy it on DVD. But but yeah, get out there, enjoy your life. Fuck COVID. <laughs> Say, we're going to get it no matter what. So, we'll enjoy our life until we get it. Do things to prevent it if you can. But still, live your life. We can't stay cooped up forever. Life is way too short. We're lucky to have a good 60 years. Many of us are lucky to have a good 20 years. So <laughs> You can't spend 10 of them just cooped up because of some virus. And then you just get sick because you're not doing anything anyways and your body's falling apart. But so yeah. Hopefully I'll get back with some good, good, enjoyable entertainment in the near future. Other than that, check out Crimson Color Comic Club. Check out Under the Cull. Keep up with Under the Cull of MS. And keep trying to come up with some more fun things. I'll talk to you again in the near future. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. We'll get back to you soon.